Splitting up with a narcissist is really hard. Am I right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Breakups are hard in general, right? But breaking up with a narcissist causes significant stress and damage to your life in ways that you don't even really fully understand yet. One of the worst parts of it is that for some reason, the, the narcissist hardly ever really wants to see you move on. So today we're going to talk about why the narcissist doesn't want you to move on. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. How's that sound? Sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Most likely you already know what to expect if you broke up with a narcissist recently, but if you're considering doing it, here are a couple of quick things for you. If the narcissist is the person who breaks off the relationship, you can fully expect that it's going to feel brutal and sudden and you're not going to know what to do with yourself. Now, if you're in this situation right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. One minute you thought everything was fine. Your partner was like, you're everything I've ever wanted seems perfect and then next thing you know you're wondering what the hell happened and what is where did this come from that's because narcissists are really good at sort of playing a part as they're in the relationship with you but once they finish with using you for what you you're good for so to speak they don't really care if they toss your side like a tissue right at the same time they still want to hold on to you as often and as long as possible what if you're the one to break up with the narcissist what happens then first of all if you've done that congratulations because I know how hard it is personally secondly you can expect them to beg and plead and fight and stalk and, and freak out on you until you agree to take them back or until they get bored and move on to a new supply. They'll promise to change everything. They might suddenly start doing stuff for you that they never did before or that they would promise to do but never did. They might tell you things like you'll never find anybody else or you'll never find anyone as good as me or go ahead out there and pick up a new person. You know they're just going to hurt you, cheat on you or whatever thing they think you're scared of. But don't listen because the fact of the matter is all that is is a trick to get you back. Don't fall for it. Don't, don't stay out of fear. So the next thing you should do is what? Establish no contact. But when you try to establish no contact, the narcissist freaks out on you and doesn't give you an option to stay no contact, right? They, they, they text you, they call you, they look for all these reasons they need to speak to you. Well, this is what today's video is all about. Why does the narcissist want to hold on to you so tightly? Why does the narcissist refuse to let you move on? Number one, you are sort of the narcissist's supply. You are the narcissistic supply. So what that means is if you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, or even if we're talking about a parent narcissist or a friend or a coworker narcissist, what you're dealing with here is someone who has gotten used to having you around. They're someone who has gotten used to using you as an emotional dumpster and who enjoys whatever supply you're giving them, whether you're feeding them or cooking for them or having sex with them or, you know, just being the, the perfect or imperfect person around them that they can brag about or complain about whatever day it is. So what are they going to do? If you try to cut off their supply and go no contact, whether you've left them or they've left you, they're not going to like that. They're going to follow up. They're going to keep calling and calling and calling and texting and swinging by. And I had somebody in the live chat the other day tell me that her narcissist sent the police to her house in the middle of the night to do a well-being check. They'll do anything. They don't have any limits. So be aware of that. Protect yourself. If you have left a narcissist and you've left something in their house or you've left the house and you left something at the house, unless it's something that you absolutely need to take, don't worry about it. Just buy a new one or get a new one when you can. If it's a priceless family heirloom and you really want to deal with it, 
See if you can have somebody else go pick it up for you or ask the narcissist to mail it. Probably you're not going to get it back. Just be okay with that unless it's something you absolutely have to have, in which case you can always have a police officer go with you to pick up the item and leave right away. A narcissist is kind of like a hoarder when it comes to supply, okay, people, narcissistic supply. A hoarder enjoys collecting stuff. Narcissists like to collect people. Some people call this a narcissistic harem or a circle of supply. One of the reasons the narcissist will never let go of you is because they want you to be a part of that narcissistic harem or that circle of supply. So even if they have moved on, they still want to be able to stop by your place and get whatever that they can from you when it's convenient for them to do so. Be aware. See, narcissists don't care about right and wrong. They don't care about ethics and they certainly don't care how you feel. They don't care if every time they stop by your place, they re-traumatize you and they put you back into a spinning, you know, wheel of death. All they care about is they get their needs met. And if you're willing to help them do it, guess what? They're coming over. You have to remember, narcissists see people as objects or extensions of themselves. They don't actually believe that you have your own thoughts and feelings on, on a level that is real, as real as theirs. Because the narcissist requires so much attention, they generally group together or accumulate a whole bunch of people, a big circle, a big variety of people, just in case their primary and secondary and tertiary supplies aren't available. This way they can turn to whoever is available when they have the need for them. And different people might offer different sources of supply. Like you might have someone that they have great intellectual conversations with, and you might have someone who they have great sex with, and you might have someone who's a good cook, and someone else who takes care of them when they're sick. The bad part is that none of these people usually know about each other. A lot of the times they consist of people who are considered their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, and people who would like to be that, and then sometimes they also have parents and siblings and friends and other codependents thrown in there. Might also involve coworkers, other family members, basically anyone. Anyone the narcissist thinks is a good audience or offers good supply. So just like a hoarder, the narcissist is afraid to throw away a person all the way. Even though they feel it feels like they throw you away on a regular basis, even once they've left you or you've left them, they still think they have power over you up to a point, or at least they desire to have power over you up to a point. So they're going to try to, to keep the connection open just in case they need anything you have to offer. It's pathological. It's unhealthy. It's dysfunctional. And when a narcissist says to you, hey, let's just be friends, what that really means is here, here's a spot for you in my little personal harem of supply, my circle of supply. And this is the, you know, this is what I need from you. And even if you just sit there and, you know, kind of on the bench until they're ready for you, that's exactly what they're trying to do when they try to be your friend. This way the narcissist can pop in and out of your life, mess with you as needed, and move on when they want. See? It's almost like a perfect situation for a narcissist, but it's not really perfect for you, is it? One more thing this does. It also offers the narcissist the opportunity to keep tabs on you. Is that really something that you want in your life? I didn't think so. Do yourself a favor. Don't allow the narcissist to stick with you as a friend or anything after you have split up from the narcissist. Consider, if you're dealing with them as a co-parent, I've done lots of videos on that, consider using one of the apps in the, in the video here. That way you don't have to directly speak to the narcissist, you don't have to deal with them on a daily basis, and your life will be a whole lot easier, a whole lot faster. A few more quick tips for you before I go. First of all, don't allow the narcissist to catch you in an emotional moment. Even if they're doing everything they can to make you scream or yell or cry, don't do it, at least not in front of them. I would avoid seeing the narcissist entirely after the relationship ends. And I would also advise you 
to work on creating an emotional distance between the two of you. Now, if you are co-parenting, it's 100% harder. I'm not going to lie to you, but that's why I suggest you use one of the parenting apps and only communicate through text as often as possible. Remember that when a narcissist is bored or has been rejected by someone else or isn't getting enough attention from somewhere else, they're always going to want to come back to you. The narcissist doesn't want you to move on because the narcissist wants access to you at his or her convenience for whatever they need for supply. What do you think? Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced a narcissist who wants to get too close to you after you've split up? Have you experienced a narcissist who wants to stay friends with you? Has your narcissist ever tried to come back even though they've been with someone else? Or have you been the victim of someone who went back to their ex when they got angry at you? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, and your experiences in the comment section below, and let's talk about it. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.